God's word is his weapon for revival and transformation of lives for his glory. Prepare your heart as you receive the word of God coming to you from Calvary Way Revival Labors. For inquiries and counsel, you can send an email to calvaryrevivallabors at gmail.com or call 08065607999. God bless you as you listen and obey. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Isaiah chapter 54, verse 1. Isaiah 54, verse 1 to 4. King James. Sing, O barren, thou that did not peer, break forth into singing, and cry aloud. Thou that did not travel with child. For more are the children of the desolate than the children of the married wife, says the Lord. Verse 2. Please look at the Bible as we read. Verse 2. Let's read it together. One, two, go. Enlarge the place of thy tent and let them stretch forth the curtains of thy habitations. Spear not, lengthen thy cords, and strengthen thy stakes. Why am I talking to you like this? Verse 3. For thou shalt break forth on the right hand and on the left, and thy seed shall inherit the Gentiles, and make the desolate cities to be inhabited. Stop there. God is determined for a remarkable work in the life of his people in these days. Those of us who are going to believe him. Jehoshaphat said to the children of Israel after they have prayed and Azariah, the son of Oded, prophesied in Second Chronicle 20 from verse 1 down. Three nations came to fight them. And they prayed with fasting. And then this prophet prophesied and said, you are not going to fight in this battle. The Lord will fight for you. Go out tomorrow and face the no, uncountable armies. And you will see the salvation of the Lord. So they came out. When they were coming out, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Believe in the Lord. And it will be well with you. Believe in his prophet and you will prosper. Those of you that will believe in the Lord and what he is saying these days, I'm telling you, even the economic hardship of our time, you will be exempted. Your family will be exempted. The Lord is at work, and I'm sure of what I'm talking about. For those that will believe him. I was asking him, what do you have for your people in the month of November? He said, tell them Verse 2. 
to enlarge the place of their tent. Tell them to enlarge what? The place of their tent. Tell them to stretch forth the curtains of their habitation. Spear not. Let them lengthen their cords and strengthen their strengths. Because I, the Lord, am going to cause a breaking forth. Please listen. Verse 2 is what humans will do. Verse 3 is what God will do. He said, for thou shalt break forth. No, you don't know how to break forth. Somebody will break you forth. It is the divine hand of God that will break you forth. But he is waiting for you to do something. There is a part you will need to play. If you play your own part, he will now come in and do his own. Everything God does on the earth is a cooperation between God and man. There is an aspect the man must do. And there is an aspect that when you do your part, God will do his part. Break. You shall break forth on the right side and on the left side. That's why we call it break forth on every side. Because if it is only on one side, then it will be one-sided. It will be lopsided. But the breaking forth is on every side. It's going to happen on the right side. And as you are still rejoicing that it's happening on the right side, he will start doing something on the left side. So when you look at all the sides, you will see God at work. You will see him. You know, the word break has to do with something that has a limit before. You are now breaking the limit. You are now moving beyond that which is limited to the unlimited. Now, God said, enlarge the place of your tent. Spread. Create more space. Increase your capacity. Because I'm about to release something. And if you don't have enough capacity to handle it, it will be wasted. And I won't like it to waste. How many of you, when you want to go to Philly Station to buy fuel, you are carrying four liters? You know four liters? Eh? Uh-huh. You are carrying that small uh, one gallon, four liters. And then you get to the uh, um, Philly Station. You now paid for 10 liters. And the person asks you, How much? You say, 10 liters. And then, but you are carrying a gallon that has 4 liters capacity. 
And then the person key it in. And then press the money. And then they start, the thing starts flowing. Then after four liters, the gallon will fill up. And, you know, when the gallon fills up, what will happen? It will start pouring on the ground, isn't it? And if it's pouring on the ground, and the person says, ah, what am I going to do? The thing is pouring on the ground. He says, let it pour on the ground. I don't mind. It's my mother. I paid for 10 liters. Who does that? Any woman being that does that? No. With your brain that God gave you, you know that you don't give this gallon beyond its capacity. Capacity is the ability to receive and hold and absorb and manage. What did I say is capacity? The ability to receive and then when you receive, you hold what you receive and then absorb it and then be able to manage it. So when you don't have capacity to manage one million naira, God will not give you one million naira. God will be like that foolish man who will say, put 10 liters in four liter gallon. If all your capacity to manage money ends with let's say 500,000 naira and he now say let's give him 1 million naira no 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 no. you are going to waste the other 500,000 are you following me at all anyone that is expecting anything from God the first thing that you must do is to do what Develop a capacity for what you want to receive. If you don't develop a capacity for what you are expecting from God, it will not come. God does not give people what they cannot manage. God does... Let, let me tell you. No matter how your prayer point is, eh? think about you... As a father, you have two cars. And then your son that is 12 years old or 10 years old, say, Daddy, why will you have two cars? And you will be driving one and you will not give me one to drive. What kind of father are you? I think you are going to give the child uh, the car key and say, Ah, it's good though, so that when you carry one, I will carry one. That's what you are going to do. Why won't you do that? That boy does not have capacity to do what? Now let me ask you, what if the boy come before you and fell down and begin to speak in tongues and begin to pray and cry and say, oh my dad, you know, you, 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 you know that you love me. You have always answered my prayer. You have done everything I've asked you to do. Please, will you answer that prayer? You are not getting me at all. Some of you are praying prayers that will never be answered till you breathe your last. Do you know why? Because what you are asking God to do, he can't do it. You don't have the capacity. Give this boy this car key. This boy will be a dead person. 
And so a loving father, mark my words, will not. Some of you, if God ever increases your finance, you will backslide. It's true, don't doubt it. Some of you, I'm not saying everybody. You know the level you are operating now. Eh? You are just operating and you are saying, ah, Oh God, I wish you can make me wealthy, rich. I wish you can give me this, give me that. God knows that he will not give it to you. Out of love, oh, not out of um, wickedness. If he gives you that thing you are praying for, that money, that uh, maybe job, you will, the first thing that will happen to you is that you don't have capacity to be humble and continue to be a disciple. So the moment the, the job comes or that business contract comes and all of that, suddenly you will become proud. Suddenly, when they are now asking you to come for discipleship class, you will be something will be asking you, Am I still at that level? To come and sit down doing what? My house is AC, my car is AC. Is there AC in that place? Suddenly you will stop doing your quiet time. Suddenly you you will start backsliding gradually until you become a chronic unbeliever. So God knows the best thing God can do is to make sure that anybody who wants to help you, he will stop the person. Ah, some of you don't like what you are saying today. <laughs> it's not like what you want to hear. You want to hear, my destiny helper come now. So that we shout the loudest amen. Isn't it? No. Capacity development. Develop your capacity to manage. Can you imagine Jesus? Listen carefully. Can you imagine Jesus? In John chapter 6, he collected five barely loaves of bread from one boy and two fishes and fed 5,000 men. I don't know how many women and children. And then when he finished feeding them, I don't know whether you're getting me. You know it's a great miracle. Do you know it's a great miracle? When he finished feeding them, he told the disciples, have they finished eating? They say yes. He now said, oh yeah, gather the fragments. These people remember that they are sitting on grasses. He said, gather the fragments that nothing, what is meaning of nothing? That nothing be lost. Nothing be lost. In other words, even when they are eating the bread, the small, you know when you are eating bread, that is small, small, I don't, the one that looks like a gare. Are you getting what I'm talking about? Those small, small ones that are falling, are they part of nothing or they are not part of nothing? He gave the disciples a task. Let me ask you. You know, <laughs> the disciples were the ones that were sharing the 
bread, isn't it? Do you remember? He broke it and gave it to them, and do, so they were now sharing. Now, let me ask you the work of sharing the bread and the work of gathering the fragments, not anyhow, gathering the fragments such that nothing, nothing, please, what's the meaning of nothing? No, separate it into two. No thing be lost. Which one is a bigger and a, 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 a more serious work? Which one will you not like to do? That nothing. So you can see the, the mind of Jesus. Somebody will be asking, but Oga Jesus, what are you doing? Are you following me at all? What are you doing with? How many of you? Please answer me. Somebody came to your house. You gave the person food. It's not a good habit. Those of you who are doing it, stop it. If you go to somebody's house and the person gives you food, if you will not be able to finish it, tell the person before you start, cut it down to the one you finish. Because some of you will not say that. You will just eat and leave. And then the person will... What will you do if the person leaves small? You just carry the thing and say, Father, thank you that this person, you know, just remain for me and my children. I will start from where he stopped. That's what you are going to do? It's difficult for people to eat what another person left over. Am I correct? So who will eat these 12 fragments? Some of them came out of their mouth. You know, some people, some people will be eating and talking. You are not following me, oh. So we'll be eating and talking. So when they are talking, uh, and then one fragment will fall down from their mouth. Who will eat it? What lesson is Jesus trying to teach the disciples? To do a work that even the 12 baskets, there are a lot of lessons there. There is an accountability lesson. You don't know how much money that is entering your pocket. You don't know how much, how much that is living. And you are expecting to become a millionaire. You can't manage a thousand well. Your spiritual life, you can't do quiet time. You can't do quiet time. Wake up in the morning. Say no to sleep. Pray and meditate on the word. Get revelation. Write it down and pray over it. You won't be able to do it well. And you are saying, God, give me anointing to raise the dead. Who will give you anointing to raise the dead? You that, like this that cannot do quiet time well. No. You don't have the capacity. If God tries it, the day you will raise the dead... That's the day you're going to backslide. Because when they will ask you to come to uh, discipleship or fellowship, you will say, which fellowship? Eh? Don't they know who I am? <laughs> eh? The level of my operation now is not that kind of um, level now. There is a level we operate now. What is our level now? Dead Razors. In fact, some even put it as a title in their name. Dead Razor, 
Joshua Miracle. You don't have the capacity to manage it. What you are praying for, what you are asking God to, to you, you don't have the capacity. So anytime you are saying, God, do this, break forth. I want to break forth. Uh, I want to, some of you that are saying, oh God, where is my husband? Let him come. No, your husband will not come. You know why? You don't know how to cook okra soup well. And the man God is preparing for you likes okra soup. Eh? And anytime they ask you to cook okra soup, you become you will not be able to discipline yourself to learn it. You know, people can get break breakthrough, break forth from Satan. I hope you know. I hope you know. Ah. The devil does anything for those that believe in him. Listen to this. I was talking with someone yesterday over the phone. And the person was telling me that he went to a, a place of prayer. Please listen carefully. And then the man of God was doing deliverance. And then the person was, the demon was talking from the mouth and saying, uh, the person that was um, fighting against your progress. Is your mother. And that your mother is a witch. He, he killed your two sons. He killed this one. He did this one. He did that one. And he said that he has decided. <laughs> I said, please listen. Many, many people, and you see, I want to warn some of you. Some of you you don't know the difference between genuine men of God and people that are not genuine. You don't know. Jesus said, Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called children of God. A prophet or a prophetess, or a pastor, apostle, that is telling someone that his mother is a witch. And so he should not suffer the wish to live. Is that man of God a peacemaker? Now, if your mother is a witch, assuming it is true that the person's mother is a witch, why don't you teach the person how to be a Christian? So that when he becomes a Christian, according to the word of God, the life of every Christian is hidden with Christ and God. Colossians 3 verse 4. That is, when you want to get the Christian, you, want, you have to first of all break God. When you break God, you will meet Christ. Then you will now have to break Christ before you will now start searching. The life is hidden. Are you got in that place? I think it's verse 3. Colossians 3 verse 3. <laughs> Thank you. Can you read it with me? For you are dead and your life is hid with Christ in God. What is hid? What is hid? Who hid it? Why did he hide it? 
so that witches will not assess it. You are not getting me at all. Is it not the Bible that said that no weapon that is fashioned against you shall prosper? So why don't that pastor, why don't that apostle, that prophetess that is prophesying, telling you that this is person that is killing you, why don't she, why don't that woman that is prophesying, why don't she teach you how to be a Christian? So that when the person call your name before the mirror, an angel will appear in the mirror and give the, the man that is calling your name a dirty slab with a leg and say, touch not my anointed and do my prophet no harm. Why won't they teach you that? So that when you stand as a Christian, you will now go to God on your knees with fasting and pray for that your mother who gave birth to you. Remember that this woman carried you nine months. Remember that this woman, if, if she's a witch, should have killed you when you were small in her hand. Remember that she paid your school fees, took you to nursery school, took you to secondary school, and today is a witch. That man of God will not teach you that the Bible said, even in the New Testament, honor your father and your mother so that your days will be long. Trouble, troublemakers, false prophets everywhere in the name of Christianity. And many of you that are looking at me, when you finish this meeting now, this night you have a night prayer somewhere. Tomorrow you will, you will move out again to another place. They said that, that man on our foes, ah. that's, that's That's what many of you are doing. You won't want to sit down with Jesus. You won't want to be a Christian, a disciple of Christ that has a capacity for righteousness, a capacity for holiness, a capacity to produce kingdom results for heaven, a capacity to represent Jesus in your place of work. You won't like it. Somebody went to a place of prayer and then a man of God, a man of God now prophesied and said that what is causing your business to stop or not to progress is because the person that no legowa, what do they call it in English? Uh-huh. The person that reincarnated you is angry. He's angry with you. So you need to settle him. Oh, man of God, thank you. What do I do to settle him? You have to bring Ezekiel or three cows. And then you will see some of people that are very, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Is it that they don't know the word of God? God was crying, my people are perishing for they lack knowledge. By next Sunday, I will begin to deal with these capacity issues point by point. Because God said to me, don't worry about breaking forth. I will break you forth. All you need to do is to enlarge your tent. 
all you need to do is to end, develop your capacity. And you say, when we talk about capacity, we talk about knowledge. Knowledge is one of the major components of capacity. What you don't know, somebody can play on you based on that. Three of us. That's how they are deceiving a lot of people. That's how they are cheating people. Collecting their money. In the name of prophecy. And some of you are victims. How can, okay, the man of God now say, or the woman of God will now say, eh, for you to serve, you are going to go and bring the, the sacrifice to me. Eh? I will eat. In the name of the person that reincarnated you, man of God. Is this person a man of God or a native doctor? They notice that people are no longer patronizing native doctors uh, like before. So many of them, they just got a suit, you know, more clean than my own. And put apostle behind their name. Apostle who? Michael Onya. Eh? Canceling days. Everybody should be careful. You need to sit down. Many of you now, you see this Bible. You see this Bible. You don't know it. You don't know it. And it's obvious you don't know it. You can't read it. And yet, this same Bible said that when you want to become successful, when you want to become prosperous, you shall meditate on it day and what? Can I get that? Joshua 1, 1 verse 8. He said, when you are now reading it, meditating on it day and night, you will develop a capacity for a success. You will see wisdom here. Wisdom that we give you, oh my God. Listen carefully. I left my house on Tuesday morning. I would have left on Monday morning, but because I had a meeting with ushering department, worship department, and um, media department on Monday night, I now shifted it to Tuesday morning. So after the meeting on, on Monday night, I, had the meet, uh, I, I left on, on Tuesday morning. And I went with a great burden. In fact, I didn't want to drink water, not even food, for the first three days. It's just after two days, I felt, okay, let me just drink water. And it was on the, on, on the third day, on the third day, God gave me a revelation, you know, God is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. A rewarder of what? Let me ask you. When I was before him from the first day, I said, God, I have come. I didn't come for anything. I just want to know you. I'm not interested in any man. This room, this is where I will be with you for these days. The first day, when I was there praying, reading Bible, sleeping and all of that, was God seeing me from heaven? Was he seeing me on the second day from heaven? On the third day, he released an angel. And the angel came and organized a short dream for me. When I woke up from that dream, 
I knew that this is a pure message from God. Then, as I was now thanking him for the message, he now gave me a wisdom. Hey, when God gave me that wisdom, I began to ask him, I said, Daddy, Daddy, Idiego, why, why is it that you didn't give me this wisdom in January? Do you know that if you are giving me this wisdom in January or last year, I would, where I would have been now? I know where I would have been now. Oh, why did you delay this? I was just asking him. He didn't talk to me. Then, when I came back, in the morning, when I, I was now praying, yesterday morning, I was just praying at the backyard. I was just praying. He now said, Hey, you are asking me something. Why I did not give you this wisdom earlier. He said, the reason why I withheld it all these years, even in January, and all those times you thought that you would have had it, is because the wisdom, as you can see, is going to bring such a, let me call it, unprecedented multiplication. Unprecedented glory. Now, if I have given you that wisdom, the, let me tell you, eh? how many of you, you know the road to Obete? Eh, you know the road to Obete? Raise your hand. <laughs> you know, somebody has say, I'm going to Obete, and I know the road to Obete. And somebody has say, I'm going to Obete, but I don't know the road to Obete. You know, there are two different things. There is a, 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 a difference between, you have, God said, this is where I'm taking you. And then God now came and showed you the way. And you know that when you follow this way, you are get, getting there. That was what I'm talking to you about. He gave me that way. I said, God, God said, I know that this wisdom will get you there. And I withheld it because you don't have the capacity of managing the result. By January, by last year, by... It's now that I have discovered that you have gotten the capacity to manage the result of this wisdom. That is why I now release this. I shouted. I said, Whoo! You are God. You are God. Enlarge the place of your tent. Strengthen the court. Spear not. Because you are going to break forth. Heaven is is about to break loose. But heaven will keep waiting patiently until you begin to develop your capacity. Faith can be a capacity because you know what we do with faith. Faith is the hand with which we receive from God. So when you don't have faith, you don't have hand to receive. Oh God, give me this. Where is your faith? You can't receive any gift from me. You can't receive this pen from me. You can't receive it with your leg. You can't receive it with your head. The only organ in your body for receiving anything is what? That is faith spiritually. So sometimes people will say, God, give me this. But you don't have faith. 
you don't have the capacity to receive it, it will not come. When you pour crazy on a gallon and you notice that that gallon is leaking in two or three places as you are pouring, will you continue to pour? Some of you, something has started happening in your life and suddenly it stopped. Spiritually, financially, eh? ministerially, something started happening. And as if you are saying, this thing is happening, it's happening. But suddenly, the thing stopped. You know, you began to receive open door of ministry. You are growing. Or maybe your finance is growing. At a particular stage, it stopped. Check for leakages. Though the capacity is there, but the capacity has been reduced, punctured, endangered by leakages. Somebody say leakages. And let me tell you what leakages represent. Leakages represent sin. And for the believers, most times, it is secret sins. It's only an unbeliever that will be bold eh, to be committing sin, fighting, quarreling, and, you know, living in immorality. And people will be seeing him and he will be bold and say, yes, I am a sinner. For some of us that are speaking in tongues, majority of believers are secret sinners. They commit their own sin when no eyes are seen. Leakages. Puncturing the vessel that could have had a capacity to contain and accommodate what God is already doing. And I tell you, no matter how you think you are gifted, some of you are gifted, I salute you and your gift, but forget it. The anointing that will make the gift to be pronounced and take you to where people that you are even more gifted than are got getting to, is not going to continue to flow because of leakages. Lost. Pornography. Masturbation. Lying. Envy. Jealousy. Anger. Unforgiveness. Gossip. What you will not be able to say before somebody. You will be bold saying it at his back. Slander. Backbiting. Leakages. If you are ready for breaking forth, then you must bend down for capacity development. Let me repeat. By next Sunday and the upper Sunday, just November, we will begin to deal with these capacity issues very, very precisely in different areas. And I don't want you to miss any of, any of them. In fact, not me. If you like, miss. But I don't think God wants you. And then, but for tonight, I want us to pay attention to leakages. Pay attention to the issue of the flesh. Pay attention to the issue of the world system that many of us have allowed into our life. And there is no difference between you and the world. 
The way they dress is the way you dress. The way they do their marriages is the way they do your marriage. The Bible said, do not love the world or the things in the world. The Bible said, do not conform to the standard of this world, to the patterns of this world, to the culture, to the traditions of this world. Romans 12 verse 2. And maybe for some of us here, you are not even born again at all. You are not born again. You are still an unbeliever. You are still living in sin. The Lord Jesus loves you. That's why he died for you on the cross of Calvary. The first capacity that you need to develop is the capacity of Christ's life. At least to be born again and be sure that you have the life of Jesus in you. This is the testimony that God has given us eternal life and this life is in his son. He that has the son has life. He that has not the son has not life. 1 John 5, 10 and 11. This is the testimony that God has given us eternal life and this life is inside his son. He that has the son has life. He that has not the son has no If you don't have the life of Jesus, you are not born again, today is a good opportunity for you. To say to him, Lord, here am I. If you receive healing and go home, if you receive miracle job and go home, you will go home and go to hell. But when you receive Jesus and receive eternal life and be born again and begin to follow him as a true disciple, then when you receive healing, miracle signs and wonders, you will go to heaven. That is the best. Rise on your feet and let us pray. Rise on your feet and let us pray. Begin to talk to God. If God has spoken to you in one way or the other, please respond to him now. What has he te- told you this night in this short message? Can you talk to him? Tell him who you are. If you know you are not born again, tell him, Lord, I'm not born again. I'm a sinner. I need Jesus in my life. If you know you are born again, but you have leakages, leakages in your vessel, secret sin, like termites, you have allowed to be eating you up. And you know it, confess it. Maybe you are expecting God to do wonders for you. What about the capacity? Enlarge the place of your tent. What we preach here is not just message. We give you what God is saying for the time. That's the difference between this place and other places. We don't just come up on Sunday and say, topic today is holiness. Topic today is this one. No! We go to God and get from him the word for now. What is he saying to his people now? So don't, don't play with these messages that is coming here. Open your mouth and pray for your life. What is your life like? Ask God to help your life. Confess your sins and ask Jesus to help you. To patch your leakages. To patch it. Malebosha. Rekalande leposa, mahanda, rabakunda, labasende leboshi.
Karabasinda Rabakunda Labashende Lebosi Mahanda Rabakula Baseke Kaluka Luka Zendelebosa Mahanda Rabakunde Luka Rabaseke Lebosha Malando Kandelebosha Do you have capacity for what you are asking? Will you make a determination today that I will develop my capacity, my spiritual capacity, my knowledge of the word, my knowledge of God? Thank you, Lord. The time is not on our side. I will quickly pray for those that are ready for the Lord. If you are ready for the Lord, for his touch, you are asking God to help you, give you grace from today to bend down with your Bible, to begin to consciously develop your capacity, just lift up your hands and say, Lord, give me grace. I want to pay attention to enlarging my tent. Your word has touched my life. I want to develop my capacity in the area of finance, in the area of my spiritual life, in every area, so that I'll be able to manage, I'll be able to handle the things that were given to me. Father, I ask for the release of your grace upon your people. Release your grace. 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 In the name of Jesus. Now, if you are here and you know that you have a capacity, something has told you that you have a gift, you have this, you have that, but there is a leakage. Or maybe let me not come that way because I know the reason why the other one happened. You discovered that God was moving in your life before. Your business was growing before. Things was happening before, but suddenly it stopped. Your ministry was growing, or things were happening before, but suddenly it, it stopped. And you are looking for that kind of move of God again, to start again. If you are in that number, please come forward. I want to pray for you specially. I want to pray for you specially. Something was, was happening spiritually and you know that this is God. But somehow, suddenly, it stopped. Please be fast, come. And again, if you know you are living in sin, you are not born again. You have not given your life to Jesus. You are still telling lies. And you know it. You are still telling lies. And you know it. Come forward. You are living in lust. You are living in masturbation. You are struggling with one sin or the other. Come forward. Please. For whatever reason you come begin to talk to God. Tell him this is why I'm here. This is why I'm here Lord. If you came to give your life to Jesus. If you came because you are living in sin. And you want to give your life to Jesus. Just tell him this is why I'm here. If you came because you have noticed a leakage. A leakage in your vessel. Tell him, Lord Jesus, I'm here because there is a leakage. A leakage. My capacity was punctured and endangered by the reason of this leakage. And God, who was busy 
increasing you, pouring has suddenly stopped because something that is pouring is leaking out somewhere. Please pray. Pray, I want to pray for you very shortly so that we have time to take the announcement and be able to go. Maleposha, Landaraba Senteleposha, Reka Laba Santo Candalaba Shandi, Reka Lantalaba Santo Candalaba Sanda, Malentelepo Shanda, Reka Leba Santo Candalaba Senteleposhi, Reka Lantalaba Santo Candalaba Sandeleposha, Malantelepo Shanda. Father, I pray that you will patch these leakages. Patch these leakages. Something happened and there was a leakage. There was a secret sin that began to puncture this growing anointing, this flowing power, and this move of God stopped suddenly. Father, I pray for a repair. I pray for a repair. A repair. A repair, Lord. A restoration. A recovery. A renewal. A revival. Thank you. Thank you. In the name of Jesus. Thank you for listening. We trust you are blessed by God's word. This message and many more can be downloaded from our website www.calvaryonline.org For testimonies, counseling and prayers you can send an email to calvaryrevivalabels at gmail.com or call 080 could also follow us on all our social media platforms at Calvary Revival Labels.